Mario's going to have Tommy John surgery, and that's a bummer and a half unto itself. I've got a bummer and multiple halves to top it, though. Good morning to you. Good Monday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports, and this is Daily Shot of Pirates. It comes your way bright and early every weekday. If you're into football and or hockey, I also offer daily shots of Steelers and Penguins in the same place that you found this. Oviedo's coming off. I don't want to call it a breakout season. It's not like he was that great. But he got you 177 innings. He got you occasionally a really, really good start that was promising for his future, for the franchise's future. And I think it would have been safe to say he'd have been part of the 2024 rotation. He's obviously not going to be that now. And that's that that's that's lousy. There's nowhere to go from that. That's just bad. It's bad for the player, bad for the person, bad for the team. But you know what's really bad? Mitch Keller is the only guy you've got left standing. Now, Mitch is wonderful. It's great to have Mitch. And it's been one of the more uplifting stories in recent years to see how Mitch has found himself and become legitimately an all-star. But he's it. And this front office will now be entering its fifth season. If you want to be one of those excuse makers for them and say, well, it's really only four seasons because of the COVID year. Okay, go ahead and do that. They'll be entering their fourth season, whatever. They've got one starting pitcher standing in front of us. One. To show for a half a decade of acquisition, development, instruction, whether it's through the draft, through international, through free agency, through trades, through waivers, through just picking up people off the street. And there's one starting pitcher standing there. When you get into what the Pirates' problems are, Almost always, those discussions or debates are going to get into the little micro stuff. They're going to be about the most recent transaction, probably something small. It's never going to be or rarely going to be something where you just step back from it and say, what what happened here? How do you go five years around the clock, presumably working very, very hard and bringing in all these arms in all these different ways and have yourself one starting pitcher in the fold. And allow me, please, to take a little bit of a detour here and denote Paul Skeens as being an exception to this because he's yet to pitch once above the double A level. I know, I'm aware of how great he's supposed to be. And that's very exciting to think about. But in Pittsburgh, right now, to open the 2024 season, the only pitcher who's on the 40-man roster that you can count on is Mitch. And that's insane. Do you know how many people you'd have to put on the list 
of indictments as it relates to this. I mean, it obviously starts with Ben Sherrington. He's the GM and he's supposed to be, and he says he is, you know, loading up with pitching. Okay, well, what's gone wrong? Some of it, most of it's been performance-based. Some of it, a lot of it, has been development-based. I would argue that it's been way more about the development and the instruction than anything else. I have seen this GM bring arms into the system, into Pittsburgh. What I have not seen is either these arms get better or stay healthy. It's seldom fair to point to a team or point to a pitching coach or anything else as it relates to health because we've seen pitchers getting hurt across Major League Baseball. And every set of fans of every team thinks that their team has that problem worse than anybody else. And they usually don't. But the Pirates over the past year alone have seen half a dozen guys go down to Tommy John. Half a dozen. And when there are patterns that are in place with some of those guys, Oviedo's no exception. Oviedo went well over his previous career high for innings this past season. And I know he's got the build, he's got that horse-type look to him that you think he can handle anything, but very clearly he couldn't. Who was responsible for that? Who's to blame for that? What about all these pitchers who've taken steps backward, either, again, in terms of performance or just in the simple facet of velocity? Guys who can't throw as hard as they used to. I've never even heard of this being a trend with any one team under any one pitching coach until this. And this is within a lifetime of watching and loving this sport, never mind covering it. Never, never, ever seen this. I'm going to pound this point seven feet deep. Until this team has a solution or does some sort of real work, real introspective investigation, if you will, on what happened to Rwanzi Contreras, on what happened to Luis Ortiz, on what happened to Quinn Priester, on what happened to any number of these guys whose fastball used to be this and is now this, you're not going to see progress. You can wait and hope for you know, this free agent or that free agent, you've now got four spots to fill. Good luck. When we come back, J1Q. This portion of Daily Shot of Pirates is brought to you by our friends at North Shore Tavern that's directly across Federal Street from PNC Park. It's home of Steak on a Stone, an eating experience, underscoring the word experience. The steak is brought to you partially cooked on an 800-degree stone, and you do the rest. It's a ton of fun, it's a great meal, and it's a baseball atmosphere like no other in Pittsburgh. North Shore Tavern, right across Federal Street from PNC Park. Your front door. Your car. Your bike. Your computer. Your gun. 
Safety is a habit. Every day you lock and secure your home and everything you want to keep safe. Gun safety and responsible storage are no different and the best way to help prevent accidents, misuse, and theft. If you have a firearm, own it, respect it, and secure it. Visit ProjectChildSafe.org. Brought to you by the National Shooting Sports Foundation and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Today's J1Q comes from John, who asks, Is there any world DK in which Major League Baseball institutes a salary cap and floor? I know there's a soft cap for luxury tax purposes, but it would seem to make everything easier. No more competitive balance picks. No different system for the lottery, depending on market size. A $100 million floor and a $200 million cap seems fair. And let's cut the revenue sharing so the big markets have something to be happy about. Okay, John, you had me right up until that very last line there. There's no such thing as a salary cap system without expanded revenue sharing. And the reason for that is the teams that are spending very little, for the most part, not entirely, have very little compared to the other teams. So unless you put more money into a general pool, you're not going to have money for teams like the Pirates. Not a 100, but let's say a, a more realistic or plausible uh, floor, I think, would be something in the area of 150. So if you make the ceiling 250, you make the floor 150, there's a 100 million range in there, which still rewards teams that spend more or make more, or however it is that you want to put it, while at the same time, you're guaranteeing that the players overall, and this is the main thing to making these types of negotiations go, you're guaranteeing the players that they're receiving a bigger overall pool of money than they are now, with the only difference being that not all of it's going to just a handful of players. Because that also is what happens. It's not just about a handful of teams. It's also about a handful of players. You could solve a whole lot of Major League Baseball's inequity among salaries just by looking at the players who are getting the 30 million the 40 million a year now players will never admit that that's a problem but you know if you're the utility infielder in the clubhouse who might or might not be in the majors for more than 6 months you wouldn't mind seeing a higher level of pay or higher level of benefits long term retirement that sort of thing If players had this to put to a secret ballot, they would all vote for it. As it is, the actual answer to your question, if you've been wondering why I've been so far for almost three minutes tap dancing around it, is that the only way it can happen is over Scott Boris's dead body. Figuratively speaking, of course. He has Tony Clark and the Major League Baseball Players Association completely under his thumb. And he would want no part of this on principle alone. As a result, Clark feels the same way, even though he has to know it would result in more money for his membership. Even though he has to know it would be better for the game to have more successful teams in more markets than just five or six on an annual perennial basis, he has to know all of these things. And Boris knows these things too. 
but he wouldn't want to be attached to his legacy, super legacy-minded, as if anybody cares about the legacy of an agent. He wouldn't want that to happen on, quote-unquote, his watch. And that's why you won't see it unless the owners unite. There is a great misconception out there that because the union is tough, that the union would get its way on this. Technically speaking, the union doesn't have to agree to anything. The owners set the work rules. If the owners have a stoppage or the owners get replacement players or whatever it is, that's only exactly the way this has come about in the other sports. Meaning the owners stuck together and got their cap. Every other league. Every other league. Except this one. So it's not as if there isn't a path. We've seen it. We've watched it play out. It can be ugly. It can result in a shutdown of a year or two years or whatever it is. But eventually, either the players within the union get tired of not playing and they wonder what it is that they're doing because their careers aren't infinite and their milestones that they might be chasing aren't infinite and they start putting pressure on from behind we don't see it or hear it because that would make them look like scabs and whatever but it ends up happening and they break and they break yes yes my answer is yes it can happen but it has to be as a result of the owner's staying together. I appreciate the question. I appreciate everyone listening to Daily Shot of Pirates. Going to do another one of these tomorrow.